Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the first annual pod, AirPod podcast. We're here with our experts on world hunger, Eric Hilo and Alexis Ling Hao. Thank you for having me and, today. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, one, of, one big issue in our world here uh, is world hunger. So what is world hunger, guys? World hunger is defined as a lack of some or all nutrition on a global scale. And here, in our podcast, we will be exploring, exploiting, and explaining world hunger and the global food crisis. So, what do we know about world hunger? Well, let's discuss questions first. <laughs> questions? Questions. Okay, so, where, where is world hunger? Yeah, like, where does this apply? World hunger? Where does it start? Where does it end? <laughs> when does it end? How does it end? What do most people think? Um, <laughs> the definition of world hunger. We already said that. <laughs> we definitely already said that. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Air Podcast. And today we're going to be stating some true facts about world hunger and what we can do to solve it because it's a pretty big problem. Okay, so first fact is... The first fact is that hunger should not be a problem. It was the first issue that humans ever faced and it is still something that we have not been able to solve. Food is what makes society succeed. So we should, everybody should have access to good nutrition and to the food that they need to be successful in life. Did you know that one in eight, one in eight people have zero access to food at all? And it is very possible for everyone to have an equal amount of food because if it was distributed equally among the people on the planet, there would still be a surplus left for 800 million people. Food and nutrition, poor nutrition, is related to poverty and war and conflict. We need to have good governments and good leaders to step up and to tackle this issue head on. Natural causes also have a huge part in hunger around the world. Um, in many third world countries, women are treated like objects and not people. They're, therefore, they are like they are abused, and like that's why they have so many children, and like they can't even provide for these children. But since they're treated like objects, they can't. They can't do anything about it. This is an issue that will not go away on its own. We need to help others um, get access to that food, learn how to protect their environment while growing their food, and put long-lasting programs into communities where food and food security is not as common as it is here in Canada. And these people going hungry are not 
able to do everything that they need to do in order to get the food and the resources that they need. Because when you have malnutrition, you are often more likely to catch diseases that could affect your everyday life. Did you know that over a hundred million kids in underdeveloped countries are underweight? That is fucked. There is a billion people, a billion children that live in poverty. So one out of every two children. In 2008, the world experienced a rapid loss in food. A rapid loss in food? Yes. Do you know what that was caused by, Morgan? Probably a, a drought. A drought, or like the economy went bad, or our population's getting too big that we can't feed everybody. Yeah. So, um, not only is hunger linked to poverty and overpopulation, those two are also linked to each other because the more populated and the less educated communities are, um, the less likely or the more likely they are to be impoverished. And impoverished is directly linked to hunger. And also, the sad thing is how greedy people are over in our first world countries. So, for example, 60% of the people that go hungry are farmers, animal breeders, and fishermen, which doesn't make sense because they are the ones collecting the food. Did you know that in third world countries, they have, like, they got, like, real, like, shitty economy. Yeah. And so, <laughs> and, uh, and so, like, their people, they only make, like, a thousand dollars a year. Like, like, our parents, they make, like, that, like, every two weeks for their paycheck. The definition of poverty is making $2 or less a day, so that is less than $750 a year. And on the flip side, one in three people in America have enough money to buy excess amounts of food, and therefore, one in three people are obese. And it's that all the children that have to grow up in this situation. Um, there are 26,500 children that die from poverty-related causes every day. So one child dies every three seconds, and one-third is before a month old. Over, over the past 10 years, Africa has sustained many food shortages. shortages. <laughs> um, poverty denies human rights such as education, work, health, and well-being. There are uh, times in third world countries called hunger seasons. And these are the seasons when the food that they're growing has not yet ripened or developed and it's not good to eat. And the food that they have already been storing has got like eaten by worms or mice or it has gone bad. Therefore there's like two weeks. And that's like when lots most like lots of people die. And yeah, like during these so called hunger seasons is when lots of farmers and uh crop growers die. This also isn't just a problem in countries far away. 
Um, in the USA in 2004, more than 13 million families were unable to buy food at times. The World Bank estimates that in the next decade, climate change will put over 100 million people into poverty. And what happens when you're in poverty? You don't make enough money to buy food, therefore you starve. And the food that they have over there is quite expensive because healthy food is more expensive. So all anyone is able to buy is food that will not help them grow in the way that they need to. I feel a according. Oh, yeah, I got another fact, big boy. Uh, according to the World Food People, that all one third of all food that is made or like developed is wasted. So if you had three pieces of pie, that means one pie, this one piece of pie is not getting eaten. That every is, single time. Every single time. So that's an insane amount of food that is going to waste when there's so many people that are starving. Yeah. It only takes, all it takes is like $3, $10 a person to solve world hunger. And we're still, we are still not doing that. Yeah, I, as a country and as a global community we need to step up and face this issue there yes. are things that we can do individually to help contribute to this problem things like donating to your food bank things like volunteering at local shelters things like buying local produce and um, things that are in season so that people aren't so that their food isn't being shipped away from where they need it most we also need to educate these people more than they have been because there are still 115 million children around the world that are not in school, which will not help them when they get older. And with education, um, provides the ability to farm and to create their own food and therefore eliminating the impoverished cycle. Yeah, uh, I think that's all the time we got today, folks. Uh, we'll see you next time. We'll be solving world hunger next time on the Air Podcast. Aight, ladies and gentlemen, we are back with the third episode from the Air Podcast. And, uh, we're going to be talking about how to solve world hunger in this one. Before we are talking about what is world hunger and what like facts are about world hunger. And in this one, we're going to be solving it. So, uh, yeah, let's get right in on to the podcast. Okay, so solving world hunger, of course, isn't something that would be easy. Because it's such a complex issue that is on so many levels. That it wouldn't be like a one person or a one country solve. So there's been several different approaches to solving world hunger over the past two decades. And 
different governments and the UN and people all over the globe have been working on solving this issue. Okay, so uh, <laughs> we just need more people to chime in. We need to teach others the problem, why it's a problem, and what we can do. So there's just been this fact floating around the internet, and if it's it's it takes like about thirty billion dollars to kill world hunger. So, so if we have seven billion, almost eight billion people on the planet, that's not very much from each person. Especially for all those billionaires in the world. If you took half our population, if you took 30 billion people and you each asked them to pay one dollar. Wait, no. Sorry. If you took 30 billion people. We don't have, we don't have 30 <laughs> no, billion no. people. Okay. No. Three. Three billion people. There we go. If you took three billion people and asked them each pay just give them, just give us ten dollars. World hunger would be solved. That's almost how easy it is for us to solve it, which we just aren't. We have too many greedy people in this world. Like, if you took a rich, if say Connor McDavid, you took him, you get, say, ask him for a million bucks, he'd probably say yes. But we just aren't. There's just no organizations out there that are willing. And another thing is, like, it's not just. Um, giving people food. We have to give them the tools to sustainably, like, manufacture and, and create their own food. The education to create this food. We also have to give them a good place to store their food and for them to live so that they have good nutrition. Because that's one of the, like, leading facts of death is they don't have enough nutrition. So even if it is just $30 billion, technically there's much more. Yeah, which we are not addressing. Yeah, and although um, our problem is world hunger, it's usually connected to things like lack of education and um, uh, hunger or, and disease and conflict, like we had listed before. Yeah. So at the global level. Um, it would be our our government's issue, correct? Is what most people would think. But it needs to start from the bottom and grow upwards. So it's up to the individual to make the decisions, such as buying local produce and um, and contributing to things like that, as well as like solving hunger in their own area. I think yeah. that there's so many people living first class that they don't even know that there are people who go without food every day. I I think like people just think that it's not happening like around them. Yeah. But yet like it's happening in Canada and in the US. Like most people, people think that it's just over in poor countries, but it's actually like the people who are living beside are starving. Yes. But we just don't realize it. Um, and so it's not like we haven't done anything, like, as a, as a 
globe, it's not like we haven't done anything on the hunger scale. There have been positive changes in the quality of life of the poor in the South and over in Africa for the past two decades. But there are still many changes that need to happen to eliminate this problem. Um, policies by governments could be induced to eliminate hunger. And it's also important to understand that the increase in food production does not solve the problem. You know, as like, well as we would. like just like if you if you hear this, just like keep up the like voice. Like we need to solve this. Like, they put posters up or put boxes up for food driving. Like, take the food into your local like food. Like that, like you know, like like take it into like the homeless shelter, like. And even just something that you can do at your house, you don't yeah. even need anybody else. Just like, you don't need to waste as much food as the like, average person does. Like one third of like all food made will get wasted. Like we need to shrink that number to get it to zero because like yeah. we're wasting all this food and yet people are starving. Like there's something wrong there. Um, there's... Uh, I think that's all for today, uh, guys. Yeah, Thank so you for listening. Thanks for listening to our podcast, and we'll make be sure back you... next year. Yeah, make sure you keep <laughs> the voice up in your community about world hunger. Thank you. Welcome back to this very snowy day here at the Air Podcast, and we have a special guest here, Vivian McCotchy. She is a she's a lad, and she's gonna <laughs> ask us some questions about world hunger. So we know world hunger is a problem around the world, but how big of a problem is it here in Canada, Alex? Well, you see, so. <laughs> so, it's a very big problem other places, but it's also a very big problem here. Okay. Aaron, <laughs> elaborate. <laughs> so, like, we see it around the world mostly because they don't have as much, like, as easier access to food. Like, they can't just, like, go to the grocery store and, you know, like, get bags of it. But here in um, Canada, it's a smaller issue for... It's a smaller issue than other places, but it's still largely relevant because there's people with lower incomes. And, like, getting... Food is not cheap. Like, buying food because we get it imported from everywhere. And so it just... Like, families... Like, some families in, like, you know, in a third world country, they only get $1,000 a year. Not even. Like, just think of, like... living with poverty. Just think of, like... You know, like your parents paycheck like fifty dollars a year. Like they get poverty. they get like that every two weeks, like for their paycheck. They get that a year. Like they have to work with like seven hundred and fifty bucks a year. That's not a lot. So how could we solve this problem here in Canada? What could we do to slow it down or stop it? Um solving it here in Canada would probably be easier than other places because it doesn't have to be as sustainable, right? 
or it has to be like sustainable, but it doesn't have to be as like large scale. So doing the small things make a big difference here in Canada, like food drives. Like, yeah, like and food little things. Donating like to the food bank and like just like putting your time in at the friendship in. Okay, so is there anything that us as Canadians are doing to help other countries? that are facing this problem? Um, we have put in certain policies and like have partnered with the UN to make sure that our food is getting distributed over there as well as their, um, we have put in, or we have put in money from our budget to the UN and given them um, money to grow their own food and try and build that working economy. And you can even help families individually yeah. by sponsoring a child or a family. Yep. Which if it's only like thirteen dollars a month. Thirty dollars a month. Thirty dollars a month. That's all it takes is thirty dollars a month. You know, just it's easy to support a family. Um. So that there is our break. We will continue this next time. Next time on the air podcast. Next time on the air podcast. We will see you later, ladies and gentlemen.